1: minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement Due $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com Mike's on he's ready to go on the fan New York sports radio Mike's on Mike's on
0: All right, a little after six o'clock on this uh, Monday evening, Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program, brought to you by those who drink it. We'll take you up to seven o'clock, Salicata at seven, because JJ worked earlier today, they tell me, uh, because everyone's on vacation. Well, some people are on vacation. So they got the vacation schedules uh, going right now. Uh, hey, how would you know the difference between vacation and regular time with what's going on now? We do know that just minutes ago, the players rejected the owner's 60 game proposal. Uh, the feeling now is that uh, if there's going to be a season, it will be one that the owners implement, which means that the players can take the grievance to court. But, hey, the bottom line is maybe they get a 50-game season, maybe they don't. Well, but I'll tell you what, watching, as we watch this stuff unfold, as we watch the problems in Florida and Arizona and Texas, et cetera, as we watch all these teams the college football teams, what's happened with the baseball teams, what happened with the Blue Jays, what happened with the Phillies, the stuff you heard about guys down in Yankee camp, it becomes harder and harder to even envision anybody getting a season going, no less continuing it without interruption. I really have to see it to believe it now. I mean, I don't care if somebody comes to an agreement, as you've already had in the other sports, I have to see these seasons start and see them get underway before I believe anything because I haven't seen anybody even got a training camp going yet in a team sport. We haven't seen anything that has worked at all. Forget soccer. I'm not talking about soccer. Europe has handled this very much differently than we have, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in our country. We've seen the golf work and it did again yesterday at Hilton Head. It'll be up in Connecticut this week with a good field. No Tiger, but a good field. But I just question whether the atmosphere is one the players will believe in. The climate and the controlled areas are one that they can actually get done. They, what happens when a team has a breakout, which that's all we've seen so far is breakouts everywhere. So with that being the case, I just don't have a lot of confidence that we're going to see t- uh, the big sports as we know them, see them before we get some help in terms of therapeutics or a vaccine. And I think a vaccine probably will not happen until after the new year. A therapeutic may be in the fall. A vaccine may be in the spring. That's what I think the timetable. So I try to follow this stuff. That's the closest I can see people putting real projections on. I try to file it from a financial standpoint, you know, from a business standpoint, I, I, and look at the companies that are involved. I read some of the stuff, and that's what you're hearing from doctors. Fall maybe therapeutics, spring maybe, and that spring is fast for uh, a vaccine. Plus, there's all kinds of issues with the vaccines, getting it uh, transferred, getting it mass-produced, getting it uh, sent around to places. I mean, you'd have to load up— hundreds and hundreds of airplanes just to get the stuff transported around to places. I mean, so whether it starts in Europe and comes here or starts here and goes to Europe, whatever it is, I mean, there are so many things that have to be worked out. So baseball said no. What else is no? Players voted down. I think it was 33 to 5, I think the vote was. Now they'll probably implement. We'll see. That still doesn't get them past the problems they have right now. And I'll tell you, A lot of owners don't want to play. And do not think the NFL wants to play unless they... My understanding is this. Let me put it this way. NFL usually has a pretty good grip on things. They feel that they don't want to start their season unless they think they can play it. Because to start it early... And have it interrupted puts them in a bad place financially, the owners, for a variety of reasons, which I'm not going to get into now because it doesn't matter. The point is, though, that's their nightmare scenario. Their nightmare scenario is they play two weeks and shut the sport down. They don't want that. They would rather not start the sport. It would be far less costly. So that's what they need to see. They need to see this from the other sports. That's why I would not be surprised at all to see the NFL back it up to the middle of October for a variety of reasons. But the other reasons being, let's see how these other sports do, whether they can actually get through a season here. Remember, everybody was counting on Florida, and now Florida's blowing up. Everyone was counting on Arizona, Texas, Florida. Those three states right now are all in trouble. So we don't know where we are right now. We did learn today that the PGA will be played without fans out from San Francisco. The uh, the major will be played in August in San Francisco without fans. There had been talk of moving that uh, to Quail Hollow, but not happening. Did they get the tournament played yesterday? It was one great to watch. Listen, that course is more conducive to putting it's, not, it's an easy course to score on, number one. Number two, it needs to be played in the spring, not now. And what you had was a soft course after the rain. You had a course that was without any rough and a course that got very soft after the rain. So, um, I mean, they ate it alive. And Simpson got hot. Beat Answer by a, a stroke and Berger again playing great. I mean, Berger chipped in to go 20 under, and that still wasn't enough. I mean, Simpson just got hot and started making birdie after birdie. So, uh, Answer hit every every green, he just didn't make enough putts. Uh, but listen, when you're 20 under par, you can't complain if you lose. That's all there is to it. Tis the Lord did what he had to do this weekend, took care of that for horse racing. I'll get into that a little later, too. But your headline right now is that the owners and the players still don't have a deal. Players turn down the deal. Now you wait for an implement. But I'm telling you, the biggest story is, I don't know if any of these sports really believe or any of these players feel confident that they can get this done. There is nothing you've seen so far when a team has gotten together that has given you any confidence they could pull this off. So I think there is a really a very... At least a 50-50 chance that we don't see a team sport back, one of the big sports back, before there's a therapeutic that will give people confidence that they can go out and congregate, get the crowds back, the whole whole shebang. There's two other stories. The Adams story to me is a non-story. The Jets, nobody's going to give the Jets enough for them. And the Jets are crazy if they give them a new contract. Call his bluff. Make him play on that contract. It's a decent contract. Let him do what other players have done, too. Play through your rookie contract. It's, it's not a bad contract. Play through your rookie contract, and then you can complain. You know that? You're still going to make money. And if I'm the Jets, I don't give them a dime. You know what? They, they, they were 16-32 and 32 with him. They can go 16-32 and 32 without him. And, if, and I'm telling you right now, if somebody is dumb enough to give you a big deal for him, trade him. Because he's just going to make life miserable every day. It's all he's done is make life miserable. He's going to continue to make life miserable. So he's never going to be happy. You got a guy here basically talking about other teams while he's still a member of the Jets. Why do you want that nonsense? That's not the guy you want. You want a guy who's good. He's got talent. I'm not saying he's not a great player. Because great players make teams better. And he's never made the Jets better. He's got a lot of talent. He's got a chance to be a really good player. But you know what? What he's shown is that he wants to separate himself from a losing team. I'm good. The rest of the team's bad. So, listen, I don't want anything to do with him. And he's already talking about being on other teams. You want a guy who's already talking about being on other teams? Let's play the Dallas Cowboys so bad. Get the Dallas Cowboys to pony up for you. Put a good deal on the table. I'd grab it so fast your head would spin. And then you have the, J- uh, the Mets and the idea that Mike Rapoli, who I know – Pretty well. I'm not saying Rapoli and I, you know, hang out together, but listen, I I think I know him pretty well. You've heard him on my program. You've heard him blast St. John's on my program last spring, which got us both in a little trouble with St. John's, but that's okay. They deserved it. If Rapoli comes in with A Rod and J Lo, it gives them a legitimate money guy. They needed that, as I told you from the beginning. Here's the thing, though if Rapoli's in, he's the boss. He's going to run the deal, and he's going to be the main guy. He's going to be the managing general partner, not a not J-Lo. They're going to become the secondary and tertiary partners. The lead guy is going to be Rapoli. Otherwise, he's not going to come in. Rapoli's either going to run things or he's not going to come in. There's only one managing general partner in one of these deals. He's going to be the managing general partner or he's not going to come in the deal. That's all there is to it. He's not going to come in and let somebody else run the team with his money. That's not going to happen. So... I can't see him not coming in and being in charge. He's he's the type of guy I know him well enough to know that he's you know not a shrinking violet. He's going to be in charge. And would he be a very would he be a good owner for the Mets? I think you know what I think he could be. Now you never know if a guy's a good owner until he becomes the owner because he's gonna make the right decisions. But the bottom line is he's a very astute businessman. He's a very aggressive businessman. He's a local guy. He's a big fan, and he's been successful his whole life. So that's the kind of guy you want doing it. So would I, if I'm a Mets fan, would I look for him to be the lead guy in a deal? Would I be happy with that deal? I think you would. But then he's got to get the right people in place. But listen, it's not going to be someone else is running the deal and they're using Rapoli's money. That's, I, I would be stunned if that were the case. If Rapoli's in the deal, he's the boss. He's the lead guy. I'd be shocked if that weren't the case. But does, that, does he have the money? Can they make the deal with Rapoli in the deal with A-Rod and Jayla? Yes. They get a couple other minority uh, players in there. They, but they, with Rapoli there, they have enough money to make the deal. Absolutely. I don't think there's any question. But he, I would think, would be the boss. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. I would uh, would be be shocked, and you know he's he's close to you know, he's very close to David Wright. He's close to a couple of other ex players. He's got to listen to the right people, and if he does that, you know what he can be successful. He'll, he's a, he's an astute businessman and he's an aggressive businessman, and that's what you want. You want someone who wants to win, and someone who will put his money to win. That's what that's what you want in an owner. You want an owner that knows what he's doing. And isn't afraid to be aggressive. That's all you want in an owner. If you get that, you take your chances. That's all a fan wants with an owner. Someone who wants to win. Someone who burns the win, And someone who's astute at what they do. You get that, you got a very good chance. And I think you get that with Rapoli. If he winds up being the guy. My understanding is there are more than one candidate here. I do not know if Stevie Cohen is still in or out. We know there's other candidates I've heard the number four as, as candidates. That's the number I've heard. I don't know if it's accurate or not. I wouldn't know. I do know that in talking to people who do know, meaning the Mets, in the last week, they told me something would happen this year. Not immediately, but something there would be something happening this year. As to whether it would be sooner or later, they said it doesn't have to be sooner, but something will be happening this year. Whether it's Rapoli in a group with A-Rod and J-Lo and whoever else is in the deal. But listen, if Rapoli's in the deal, that's the name that you're going to worry about because he's going to be the guy in charge. It's not going to be somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, and Rapoli's money. I would doubt that would be the case. That doesn't sound like the Rapoli I know. He's going to be in charge if he's there. And I think Mets fans would be okay with that. But there are other candidates. There are other, There's other players involved, and we'll see where it goes. But I do think that before this year is over, I do think there will be a new buyer. I don't think it has to be tomorrow, but I do think it will happen this before, the, before October. I think there will be a buyer. I do think that will be the case. All right, we'll get to your uh, calls on any of these subjects. We'll uh, get you updated on the baseball thing from whatever else we hear. But, again, players turn the deal down. What a shock. And like I said, I just don't know with what we're seeing if we're ever going to get these games played on any the, in any of these sports until we get drugs, until we get some some answers medically. I just don't know if it's going to happen because, I mean— How many teams, I mean, every team that stepped on a field got hit. Every single one, whether it was Clemson, whether it was Texas, whether it was Houston, whether it was uh, the Blue Jays, you heard some fact coming out of Yankee camp, uh, the Phillies, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I mean, way too much. Back after this. All right, we're back. Give you a chance to get in on what's going on. So the players turn down the deal, but that doesn't mean you won't have a deal. It just means baseball will implement probably a schedule. That's all. And the players will want baseball to do that because then they can file the grievance they want to file. So uh, that's what they're looking for. Uh, Mike in Bayside starts us off. What's up, Mike? Mike,
2: I'm a St. John's grad. I'm from Queens. I love horse racing. Mike Rapoli has to buy the Mets, Mike.
0: Rapoli is his name, Rapoli.
2: Rapoli. I knew people that worked at Vitamin Water when there was eight employees. Let me say this. If he buys the Mets, everyone in horse racing, and we know everyone in horse racing, the Movers and the Shakers, probably 60% Yankee fans right now, that group... They're going to well,
0: that doesn't team. matter. Listen, that, my, my, none of that matters. All you do is you buy the team. If you buy the team, okay, you put right people in and run the team successfully, you can win. If you win, the fans will come. That, thanks for the call. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter that fans are going to change. The Yankee, the Yankee fans aren't going to become bad fans. Come on. That doesn't happen. I mean, that, that, that's not that's not what it's about. You know, listen, if he if he comes in and he's aggressive, and he makes the right moves, can have a, good, a winning product. That's what it's about. All, all, all fans want is an owner that cares and has capital. That's it. Cares and has capital. And they'll take their chances with the rest. They want, the owner to, they want to feel like the owner wants to win. See, that's what Yankee fans always loved about George is they think they always knew George wanted to win, that he burned to win. Doesn't mean he always made the right move. A lot of times George made the wrong move, but he burned to win. And if you have some resources so that you, you know, you can burn to win and not have any money. But if you have the resources and you can compete and you care, well, then it's about putting the right people in the right spots. Matt in Manhattan, what's up, Matt?
1: The it, uh, like the events of the last week have definitely made it seem less likely that the major professional sports are going to start up again. Honestly, I would agree.
0: I would as agree. A huge
1: fan. I couldn't blame it if it's a lot of it's about player safety. But one thing though is that. College football doesn't seem to be particularly deterred by this, and I was just wondering what your thoughts are about. You know, these are athletes that don't really have a say in the matter. Well, how do you fi- how do
0: you figure college football hasn't been deterred? The, t- the teams that started all shut down.
1: No, I know, but I think that the uh, the Big Twelve and the SEC really want to play.
0: Yeah, but I heard they might play in the spring. I
1: mean. I, I guess but the thing is is that they don't seem particularly concerned about having a vaccine I mean I think they just want to get the games in
0: well but wait wait, wait but if they don't have a, people in the stands they ain't gonna make any money
1: yeah but it's it's almost it's ironic though that uh it the players are actually in greater danger than the people in the stands and the outdoor stadiums probably are anyway um but yeah they I, I agree they they need the money but they have huge TV contracts too though I mean I feel like they could play even without people.
0: well there's one difference they don't pay the players.
1: That's what I mean, though. So I was just wondering what your thoughts are about that, and that trickle stuff. Well, that
0: listen, kind of but they, but but remember, they have to deal with player safety on a completely different level. These guys are not not uh, they're not pros; they're, they're student athletes. So, they're, they're, so, so there's going to be people who care about. Their, their, their health, and, and they're going to be people who want certain concerns. You know, you had teams shut down already. I don't know where college football is. I, I have no idea where college football is right now, do you to be feel like college
1: you. football might take, some of these teams might take the attitude like, hey, you know, if 25 players test positive now, that's 25 players that aren't going to test positive later. Yeah, so but look at it this way.
0: If school, if school doesn't open, how do they play? They don't. How can they play have, if there's nobody in class? How can they how can they put those players out there I, I if they don't the have class?
1: The Big 12 really want to make this happen. Yeah, but they don't
0: nobody sports nobody has nobody has declared that they're playing yet. Of course they want to play, but nobody has declared they're playing in September. There's nobody who has said we are playing in September. Nobody has said that en- yet.
1: Could you envision a situation where there's no professional sports in the fall but there is college football?
0: No. No, okay. I think if the NFL doesn't play, I don't think college will play. I don't think college will play. I think uh, Now, I do think there's a chance college might start in November. I've heard that, too, that the schedule might go November to March. I've heard that in a couple of places, just like I've heard the NFL could could very well start on October 15th. I've heard that uh, college football could start in November. See, backing it up to try. See, here's the problem you have with college. How do you have... On what grounds are the players there if they're not in school? If there's no school, if there's no students in the university, how are you going to have the team, where are they staying? You're going to open up the dorms just for the football players? You know what that looks like for your university? The only ones there are the football players? They can't do that. You can't do that. It looks Ridiculous. We have no students here, but we've got all the football players here. Oh, they're not going to school. They're just playing football. Well, that just pretty much hammered home the whole idea that they don't go to school anyway. So, I mean, that, that, you know, you've completely cemented that by putting them out there with no, with, no, with no school. We don't even know if anybody's having school in the fall yet. Listen, with what we've learned in the last 10 days is nobody knows anything that's going on right now. We've had every team that's opened up shut down. I mean, no matter where it's been, Houston the Houston Cougars shut it down. University of Texas, bingo. Clemson, 23 players test positive. Ohio State had a rash of uh, players, but they wouldn't announce them because they thought it was against the HIPAA laws to announce the players. I don't know where we are right now with any of these sports. I don't think anybody does. Um, you're telling me if, it get, if the numbers keep ratcheting up in Florida, you think the NBA players are going to descend upon uh, uh, descend upon Florida when the numbers there are spiraling out of control? I don't think so. Mike in Brooklyn, what's up, Mike?
2: Yeah, thanks for taking my call. They announced that uh-huh. uh, Mike Brown is going to be uh, interviewed by the Knicks. I, I think he's the best candidate. Uh, and he deserves another job in the NBA. When um, he was an assistant with the Golden State, got rings. He was assistant with San Antonio. Mm-hmm. He did well with the Lakers when he was the head coach. When mm-hmm. um, we took them to the second round with the Lakers. He took Le- He developed LeBron, and no,
0: he did not. Come on now, come so on. No stop job. with that. Stop with that. Don't that shame on you. He developed LeBron. He's
2: the best candidate. Mike. He didn't
0: develop LeBron. Come on, I saw LeBron play in high school. Come on, what are you talking about? He developed LeBron. LeBron was born that way. Okay, well, no maybe, one I mean, developed maybe LeBron. That,
2: that, maybe that part's a little exaggerated. Yeah, I would say.
0: Just you, you sound like his agent now. You want to tell him he developed LeBron James? I mean, come on now. Listen, he's not a bad coach, but. Again, to me, uh I gather that credentials, Mike. No he doesn't listen, there's a couple of guys that got decent you know, Thibodeau's a good coach. I have no problem with Thibodeau as a coach. Um, never
2: been to the finals. This guy's been to the finals. Oh, uh,
0: that does, That's about players. That's about players. That's all it's about. That's about having the right players. That's all it's about. It's not. It's not a. Listen, there's gra- there's great coaches who never went to the finals, uh, and there's guys who are terrible coaches who went to the finals. So that's about players. Um, and
2: then Kerr Ker was sick or whatever, remember? And he never. Been, they, the Warriors never missed a beat with him. Yeah,
0: well, that's because they had a great team. Um. Uh. So listen. He's not a bad coach. I'm not, I'm not knocking him as a coach, but uh, again, I, I don't think he's an overwhelming candidate. He's not a bad coach, though. I mean, he's he, you know, I, I don't think Jason Kidd's a good fit. I know his names come up too. I I, I would be surprised if Kidd got it. Um, and then, you know, and you but know, Mike, but I, I, I think Thibodeau's a good fit for the team, though.
2: One other thing, Mike. The, the other thing about him, he's White, not what, a guy what is your what is your love affair job. with
0: what is your love affair with Mike Brownie? No,
2: he's not. He's, Why, he's not what, running what, around chasing. What God. is your,
0: what is your, what is your love affair with Mike Brown? What's the reason for it?
2: No, I, I just looked at, I just went and looked at his bio. No, no, no,
0: no, no. This is a little too passionate, though. There's something el- there's something else involved. There's, uh, there's something no, else, no, else, else. No, there's no, there's
2: nothing. There's no, no.
0: Have you I how how, how many years have you been a Mike Brown guy? How many years?
2: No.
0: How many went, years, no,
2: Mike? Mike, honestly, I want the best guy. Oh, okay.
0: So guy. you never thought about Mike Brown, and then today you became this passionate about Mike Brown as the Knicks coach.
2: No, it's
0: that passion that I did my research.
2: Listen,
0: he started he's all, listen, he's all, you know what, listen, it's far more important that the Knicks get players than it is to get any of these coaches. You realize that? I mean, they need players. They need, they need players in the worst way. Because right now, the team they have, nobody could win with it. So you're coming in you're going to get fired. No nobody in the NBA develops teams into champions. It doesn't happen. There's no such thing. You have to get top players on your team. That's the only way it works. So they have to Knicks have to be able and thanks for the call. They have to they have to procure major talent. Otherwise nobody wins. There's nobody, I don't care who it is. Nobody develops championship talent. You can develop a couple of players. You can be a guy who's good at developing players. You can be a guy who's good at, you know, enhancing skills. There are many guys, you know, the, on different levels that are very good at enhancing individual skills of players. You know, Atkinson's good at it. Patino's excellent at it on a college level. Uh, but, again, you still need players to win. You still need top players to win. And the Knicks need players in the worst way. But is Brown a, a guy who doesn't have credentials? credentials. He's got credentials. Uh, I still think he's a bit of a long shot. Back after this. All right, we're back. Right, on this day, this Mantle and uh, Bernie Williams time, before I get back to the calls, uh, 1959 for Mantle on this day, 1999 for Bernie. Paul found up the day with 44 RBIs. Mantle had two home runs. Uh, he went three for five with six RBIs. Big game. Um, hit his seventeenth, uh, 16th and 17th home. off Ray Herbert and Bob Grimm. Uh, three runs scored, six RBIs. Was hitting three fourteen at forty four RBIs, seventeen homers. Bernie uh, went four for five with two RBIs and two runs scored, and he finished up the day with forty four RBIs in the seven nothing Yankee win. So forty years apart, 59-99, 44 RBIs for the two switch hitters. All right, back to the calls we go uh, on this Monday program. Uh, players turned down. Now they wait for the owners to implement. Um Rapoli joins the uh A Rod J Lo group reportedly. I haven't talked to Rapoli yet. So uh I have not called him today when I heard the news. Um all I would tell you is that he would be the I would think he'd be the lead guy if he was gonna be involved. That, I can't see him not being the lead guy if he's involved. Uh Alan Brooklyn, what's up, Al? Hi yeah, Mike, how you doing? Good, what's up?
2: Very good. Uh, I want to lighten the mood a little bit. Listen, tell me about this Paul McCartney meeting. I read it in the papers the other day, too. How would you meet Paul McCartney?
0: Well, um, I, I, somebody screwed the whole story up because they said that. Uh, but let, I will give you the story. I, I sat next to him in a Nick game. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, okay. And uh, I went to the Nick game, and, they, and he had, was coming to the Nick game that night. And I sat next to him and i got to sit next to him during the whole game and chat with him during halftime and it turned wow. out that his wife, it turned out that his wife and her son uh were big fans of the mike and amir Dog show so they uh were very friendly and that was the whole thing, and they, and, 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 and they said that somebody wrote that, or said to me, at least that's what somebody told me because I didn't read it, but they said, I said that McCartney asked for a picture. I never said McCartney asked for a picture. I said his wife asked for a picture, and then Paul asked me if it's okay if his wife took a picture, and they did take a picture of us that night with his wife, who was very nice, in the, in the photo, and, uh, you know, I'm sure they're still together now. They were very happy then. Uh, his he, She was the daughter of a guy who was a very big industrialist. She uh, and her son were big sports fans and they were big fans of the Mike and the Dog program through the years. And so they knew us and that's why I met her at halftime. But I sat with him for the whole game which was a great thrill. It really was. And he could not have been nicer. All true. So that was it. I, was, I got fortunate enough to sit with him during a Nick game and he could not have been more down to earth, friendlier to everybody, did not act like what he is, is one of the most famous people in the world. Did not act that way. Didn't have any bodyguards. Uh, could not have been more down to earth. As a matter of fact, asked not to sit in the first row. And I can tell you that night, someone demanded that they were in the first row where they did not, would not attend the game. I won't say who it is, but they sat there while McCartney sat in the fourth row next to me. Um, and it was set up by Barry Watkins, who was at that time at the garden. he's now retired, but um, it was a big thrill, and uh, I sat with him during the game. He could not have been friendlier. Uh, he could not have been nicer. Same thing with his wife. They could not have been nicer, and I could tell you, they, she told me that they didn't travel with bodyguards, and they, no one ever bothered him, and then about two years later, and I didn't stop him and uh, say hello, I was with my wife in Nantucket, and he was walking down the street on the other side of the street by himself, just around evening time, about 6 o'clock, in Nantucket, down one of those side streets in Nantucket. There. If you've ever been there, you know the streets I'm talking about, nice, you know, right where the restaurants are and all the shops. And he was just walking down the street by himself. So uh, she said he traveled that way all the time, which is amazing when you think about someone who's that well-known that famous. You know, you see all these people come, and they have six and seven bodyguards, and they want all kinds of precautions. Here's one of the most famous guys in the world, and he didn't have anybody with him. Nobody. And she said he traveled that way all the time, which was fascinating. And like I said, he could not have been a nicer guy. Gary in Jersey City. What's up, Gary?
2: Yeah, Mike. What do you think of the derby? And do you think Bob Baffert is dirty?
0: Well, he just, you know... I, I Listen, they need to clean the sport up. He just got caught with his horse. Uh, on that case, it looks like he was. His horse was. So the trainer is responsible for the horse. And I think they have to put the hammer down on any of those trainers that use anything on the horses. It's hard enough to win horse races. Um, he has great stock. We know that. And he's a very talented trainer. But if he's taking shortcuts, I hope they catch him every time. They caught him at Oak Lawn. Right. Uh, So, again, I don't know if it's a one-time thing or not. I can't say because I don't know. But uh, in that instance, they caught him. As far as tis the law, it's a tricky situation now. Uh, I think tis the law is the real deal. I told you that last week before the race. I was not surprised by anything in the race. I thought he was much better than anybody in the field. Now, here's the tricky part. They would love those people up there who, who own this horse. And they're amazing because with Barkley Tag they don't spend a lot of money on horses. And they only buy New York breads. And now they've had two great horses, which give them credit. That's an amazing achievement. Uh, they want, I know, in the worst rate of run at Saratoga in the Travers. But the Travers doesn't set up well for them because here's the deal. They want to win the Triple Crown. They just ran on Saturday. In seven weeks is the Travers. Four weeks after that is the Derby. And then four weeks after that is the Preakness. So he can wait 11 weeks and run in the Derby fresh and then run four weeks later in the Preakness. Or he would have to run seven weeks, Travis, no problem, then come back and hit the Preakness, hit the Derby at a month and then hit the Preakness at a month. I don't know if he'll do that. I don't know if he'll do that.
2: It won't be a legitimate triple crown because it won't be as challenging.
0: Uh, listen, listen, swing. all you—it's like listen, all you can, all this horse can do is do what he's asked to do. It's not the horse's fault. So, to me, I understand if you want to say he didn't run a mile and a half, he didn't. Okay, he didn't run the same amount of weeks, three tracks, three different distances over five weeks. I understand, but. All the horse and thanks for the call, all the horse can do is what we ask him to do. The tricky thing here is what is Barkley Tad gonna do? Does he go in the Travers and then come back a month later on the Derby and then a month later on the Preakness? Or does he skip the Travers and go into the Derby off eleven weeks off? Be interesting to see what he does. He could do it either way. He might think he can handle both. I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does. So you understand there's 11 weeks between now and the Derby. There's a race in seven weeks, then there's a race four weeks after. So that'll be the Derby. So the Travis has been moved up so that they hope horses will run in the Travers and then in the Derby, which is going to be Labor Day weekend. I don't know if he'll do that or not. It'll be fascinating to see what he does. But he ran great, and he was an easy winner in the Belmont. And he looks like a uh, – listen, I saw him break his maiden in Saratoga. I was there. He was – very impressive physically. I thought he was visually impressive. I thought he was going to be a big horse. He's been even better than I thought he would be. Jason and Great Neck, what's up, Jason?
1: Mike, how's everything? Good. Hey, Mike. As things stand today, do you think there's more likely of a chance that Trump gets reelected or Biden resigns for some reason in his first term? I'll hang up and listen.
0: I have no. That's a. You know, I, why why would Biden resign? I don't understand the the presence. Uh, Trump is, listen, Trump's got a a lot of stuff. You know, the incumbent gets hit for whatever's happening. And right now, he is in a hole. There's no question. And he's got a lot of, and and the polls are all against him. And he's running against a far more popular Democrat than Hillary Clinton. So he's got a, a lot of work cut out for him right now. As far as Biden, I don't know. You know why you think he's resigning? in this I guess you would think. I guess I guess you're thinking for health reasons. But I have no idea what the health issue is. So uh, right now, uh, if you're looking at it today, and you're a betting man, Trump is he's behind pretty good. He's got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do uh, to catch up. And he's behind. And he's behind in a lot of key states. And he's and he's got some things working against him. There's no. Uh, there's no much, uh, you know, that, um, You know, there's there's not much you can do. You're going to pay, you know, as the incumbent, you're going to get hit with whatever's going on. I mean, that's the way it works. All right, let's get to uh, Joe in Levittown. Go ahead, Joe.
2: Hey, Mike, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Quick question with Piz the Law now. Would his value on the stud be worth more or less if he wins the Triple Crown than if it was a regular Triple Crown season? And plus, Less. could he maybe run Less. in a lesser state before they travis And is he going to go in the Breeders' Cup then, too? Or if he wins a Triple Crown, is that it he's done? I, think, he's I, don't, think
0: he, I don't think there's any way where the Preakness is this year, I don't think there's any way he runs in the, in the, in the, uh, in the, in the Breeders' Cup. I'd be shocked. Okay. I would now be also, shocked. Uh, he, he, will be worth it. he will be worth a lot. That's a young sire that's just starting right. out. He will be worth a tremendous amount. Uh, if he wins the Triple Crown, um, uh, I still think it's a Triple Crown. I understand yeah. it's not the conventional Triple Crown. First of all, nobody in breeding cares about the mile and a half race, as you know. Nobody cares about okay.
2: right, right, uh, right. So yeah, that's an unconventional distance listen. From America. The Travers
0: I mean, you know, is so. a key race, but I don't know if he, w- I don't know if he's going to risk the Travers to run twice like that in a month after. So it's going to be interesting to see how know, we, how we do it. But they, the love, day, they you know, love Saratoga, those people. It'll be interesting to see yeah. if they think they can run seven. See, seven weeks to the Travers is perfect, but then it's four to the Derby, four to the Preakness.
2: Right. But now also, that's why I think it's a legitimate triple crown in a way because you're going to have more developed three-year-olds coming at them at the end of the year, whereas, it, you, know, you know, we're, Basically, Kentucky Derby, these horses are still basically almost two-year-olds. Now you're getting these developed horses that have found a couple of races. And even though this was a screw year, you, you're going to have a ton of horses coming at you, especially if he wins the, uh, the uh, Derby. I could see the Preakness being wide open with the horses coming from
0: Maryland. Well, you know, Maryland. They, you know the, the, the thing I would say is why I think he might go in the Travers is because Tag is a guy who's an old-school guy. And he likes right. to run his horses. So he's not one for giving his horses a lot of time off. So he might think, seven weeks is good. I'll go easy on my horse now. I'll run into Travis. Remember, if he if he gets beaten the Travis, it doesn't kill him.
2: Right, you know exactly. So He
0: could still he could, for the Triple Crown. Right, he's still got the Derby sitting there. The Derby's the key to the whole thing. And the bottom well, line he is, he's Travis got that a line month line. later. No, Will it's be a, able it, to
2: tell the, 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 the jockey... You know, don't run them too hard. No, 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 no. If they go
0: into Travis, no, they go into Travis, they're going to Travis to win. Listen, these people, yeah, they love Saratoga. Saratoga means everything to them. Normally, the Travis would mean everything to them. I know personally, I would still rather win the triple crown, even though it's not the conventional triple, I would still rather win it's the triple, triple than, win, than win the Travers. Myself, me, I'd rather, because I'd still consider it a triple crown because, you know what, sure. the idea is to win those three races, and you made a good point. Later in the year, there can be different horses that, that, are, that have come in uh, and new shooters who can be developed that might be available. So that's not a bad point either. So there's always pros and cons. Uh, he might mm-hmm. think he can knock off all of them, and you know what right. or he might take a look at the travers and it might also depend on how he comes up to the race you know there's a million yeah, different things but, but I, am sure,
2: I am sure i am
0: sure they'll take it i'm sure and thanks for the call i'm sure they'll take a deep thanks. look at the travers and then decide on how they're doing and remember they do have a month where if he runs they do have a month so it's really only Two races in eleven months, eleven weeks. It would probably hurt him more in the Preakness than it would in the Derby, if it's going to take its toll. It would probably take more of its uh, in in, in the in the in the Preakness. He's going to face the best field he's going to face in the Derby because everyone still wants the Derby. So the Derby field is still going to be. See, the Travis field might not be great. The Belmont field wasn't great. The Travis it was really ordinary. The Travis field will be better, but it might not be great. The Derby field will be the best field that anybody can put out there in three-year-olds. Any three-year-old that isn't either hurt or on the sidelines for a variety of reasons, suspensions, injury, whatever, anybody you can go will go in the Derby because the Derby is still the Derby. Uh, James in North Arlington. What's up, James?
1: Mike. Hi, Mike. We'll return the Radio 1 up there in Foxborough, Massachusetts. The
2: signal is incredible, and now we're almost out of Rhode Island. I just wanted to say, now, we were talking
1: about the NBA. I'm even listening. in those states, we were in Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, and there's all kind of restrictions. The states aren't really open. Uh, we were lucky to be able to stay a few places, but I think you're right. The, the virus is really causing havoc around the
0: country. Oh, it is. And I tell you, even up, even up there, even up there, okay, my kids and thanks for the call didn't go to camp in New Hampshire this year because the re- they didn't open the camp because the restrictions were so much they couldn't even get the camp open, and that was in New Hampshire in the mountains, you know, in the on the lakes of New Hampshire, up in the up in the country in New Hampshire, New Hampshire. He couldn't they couldn't even go to camp there this year, the camps did not open. You know, so I mean, because the restrictions were too great. Rich and Lynhurst, what's up, Rich?
2: Going- cut gems last night. I thought it was
0: great. I oh, loved you in it. I liked
2: thank you. It. Uh, second thing, uh, I've been trying to get duty through, through this whole thing. I'm very busy. I'm a longshoreman. I just wanted to let you know, we never stopped working. Okay, we never stopped working. That's point two. And my question is, do you think we're ever going to have baseball this year? And are you as frustrated as I am? I'll hang up and I'll listen to your comments.
0: I think I – th- I-, I think – I think they will implement a baseball season. I don't know if any of the team sports are going to get a team on the field after. I mean, look at training camp as an example, right? Florida was going to be the Mecca, and now they're not even going to Florida to train because of what's going on in Florida. Florida was the mecca for the NBA, and now Florida—you got the baseball teams running out of Florida, and now you're expecting the NBA to jump into Florida with their whole team, with their whole operation, while the baseball teams won't even go near there. I mean, you got, you have anywhere you've opened up a team sport, you've had nothing but trouble. So with all that going on, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I do think the I do think the owners will implement a season. As to whether the season ever starts, I don't know. I'm not sure. Until they drop the puck, until they tip off the ball, until they throw the first pitch, I'm not expecting anything because there's too many things that they have to overcome with this virus on a daily basis. And there's too many things that can happen with this virus out of nowhere to close down an operation. And these players, I can tell you this, These players are skittish about their health. They understand that their health, their physical well-being pays the bills, and they do not fool around with their physical well-being. And if they feel they're going into anything that is in the least way off kilter, or just, I don't want to even call it dangerous, but just not right. They're going to really say, hold the phone here. And all you need is a couple of star players in any one of these sports to say, I'm not going, I'm not playing. And there will be enough stars behind them that get online that the sports will be damaged past where they can fix it. Can't play any of these games. Remember, these games are all being played for television. The premise is that you're doing this to get the TV money and to salvage the year with television. That means you have to have your star attractions. If your star attractions back off, you have chaos. All right, Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program brought to you by those who drink it.